Yeah. Tell them about it. What the fuck? Yeah. Hey. Right? Hit a ten leg parlay every fucking day. Vegas fucking calling me, telling me, hey, you gotta stop. So you roll, you fucking doing. Man, I'm robbing you guys, get used to it, hey. I can't be stopped, I'm blasting off. Rocket ship, I'm checking lines. Yeah, you know I'm hitting on like 10 legs every other day. And I put in a teaser that I know is gonna pay like plus six, seven, eight, nine. I hit them all the time. God damn, I need a dime like 10K. So you know I put it in. No run first, and I guarantee it wins. I never lose. I'm about to booze. I'm feeling rude. I'm that dude. I'm that dude. I'm that dude, I'm betting money, it ain't funny, I'm with your honeys drinking honey, red rummy, red rummy saying murder, on the books, I'm a crook, you know, I don't pay taxes, I cook, ha, yeah, I'm getting it up, when I lose another bet, then I double it up, I'm a chaser, but never with the liquor, only on the bets, bitch, it's how I get richer, ha, I'm a dickhead. Yes, sir. You can, you can fucking call me Richard, yeah. But I'll never be stopped. I'm breaking all these books to like. Alright, alright, alright. Let's go. Plus money week six. The NFL. Strange ass year. Pork chop back again. Here with Hoagie. We got a little different setup. Things finally look evolved a little better around here, at least. We're not happy from the bets I made last week, but at least happy uh, from that. Did something productive from last weekend. Oh, you got any observations from last weekend? I mean, a lot of weird games. Ravens were weird. The Bengals kind of got right. Uh, we lost Jeff Justin Jefferson out in the Vikings. I mean, going back to Thursday, what a game. The Bears get their first win. Pease Bears finally bear down and get it done. Can they follow it up in week three and continue to anger their fans more with a uh, you know, by at least losing out on pick position. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope not. I don't think that they can beat Minnesota. They've played some suspect teams the past two weeks against Denver and Washington. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about losing, or I guess I'm not worried about us winning since that's what I care. Uh, yeah, I'm not worried about us beating the Vikings, though. No shot. Yeah, I was kind of thinking um, no Justin Jefferson, maybe no problem this week, but we'll get into that game a little bit later. Start it off now, get our quick rundown in. Starting with the Thursday night like usual, we got the yep. Broncos Chiefs. Oh, man, I left my notebook outside, but I think I got, I still, I just Broncos. did, I just did these Agreed. bets. I think they're fresh on the mind. Um, yeah, I'm sitting, um, you got Broncos. You think they can cover a little spread action? Ten and a half. I think they cover high. the spread. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs traditionally don't cover spreads. They don't cover high spreads, and they don't cover spreads specifically against the Broncos. There's just it's a trend bit. I mean, obviously anything can happen, but if you want a good spot to be in where you'll win most of the time, or at least you'll win after you do it multiple times, this is the spot. Take Broncos ten and a half. Yeah, I like that. I'm sure uh, that I'm kind no of thinking the under is going to come in. There's some high wins in yeah, K I Kansas City today. You know how 
uh, primetime games go, typically Thursdays and Mondays are coming in low. Uh, mm-hmm. The game, I wouldn't really, I'm not really a spread better on this game. I like Isaiah Pachenko over 12 and a half receiving or over 13 and a half if it's gone up at all. But yeah, I like him to have a big game. And then people are in kind of in on uh, who's that, that other tight end that the right, the Wilson for uh, Russell Wilson, Will, Russell Wilson, the rice guy for Kansas City, his over on receptions, about two Richie and a half or, or three and a half. People are kind of high on that one, but I'm looking at Pachenko over on his receptions. Chiefs have historically used their running backs in the pass attack more when they've played the Broncos. So I've looked for a little of that, you know, one dump off pass to Pachenko for 15 yards. There you go. Cash that. As long as he doesn't take a loss the rest of the game. Yeah, spread. Yeah. Kind of not looking too much towards that. But Kelsey's in like tonight. It. Yeah, Broncos suck. Kelsey sucks. Kelsey sucks. <laughs> Kelsey's be too focused on Swift to do, be doing anything. Look yeah, for probably. some low scoring action. Chiefs win. Blah, blah, blah. Boring. Not much going on there. We got another big fucking London matchup. What do you think about the Ravens Titans? You got any observations? Fuck the Titans, man. I just don't know how to feel about them. Um, they they seem to stay in games, and I don't really know how. They don't have an offensive line, so yeah, I'd be all over. I'd be all over Ravens minus four, but you know what? Burnt it burnt me last week, but um, it's one of those things where I'm not gonna let last week affect me too much. I'm just gonna head down. The Ravens is a better team. They have, I think, they have the defense to really put the pressure on uh, Tannehill. And uh, I believe in Roquan to help the run game. He's he's the leader. He'll stop the run game. Yeah, uh, Ravens are second in the league with yards per play and yards per game. I believe they're basically second yeah. ranked defense right now, right behind the Browns. Uh, last week defense was good. They has they don't play the Titans real well, but this is really? a this is a That's... London game again cool. so things are weird the big thing this might be battle of the jet lag Ravens flew out on Monday so they've been there they've been uh okay. getting their sleep in Titans flew out today after practice so a little bit of a weirder move they're not gonna be there till tomorrow you know Saturday probably take a while to recover and then right into the game on 9 30 Sunday morning or 8 30 uh, and gonna be a little odd i think so ravens might get that yeah those in-flight meals though they could be no invariable um he could have the boys roided up with some juice on their in-flight meal and they would just come out there's not even gonna be any jet lag they're gonna be awake for 72 hours treated as a business trip and be right back at it 72 hours (laughs) (laughs) oh the one i was kind of looking at this i had um the alt on Lamar Jackson over 50 rushing yards. He's hit his over in rushing like 43 or more. He's cleared 50 in every game except the first one of the season where he didn't have uh, that many rushing attempts anyway. And then uh, another game, he's pretty much cleared it every every week except early gotcha. season. So I'm kind of looking for that action too. But yeah, other than that, I'm not too big on any spread. I was kind of leaning Titans plus four just because weird things happen. Titans might keep it close. Yeah. Getting them with a field goal is not a bad spot to have them. That's definitely, that's for sure. I would probably find myself taking the Ravens minus four, but, um, you know, if they, I don't know, I just don't think that was a good representation of them last week. 
Yeah, Ravens. But then again, the fumbles are an issue. That's so. what I was going to say. They're just having a problem like holding on to the ball. It's been all year. Thing. They've cost. They lost every game they've had. Lamar is just getting stripped from behind, just being yeah. careless with the it's ball. Too common. So this is the same fear I have with this Vikings Bears game that you're looking at next is the Vikings just turned the ball over so much. Dude. Yep. Good point. Like they could have beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs were beatable, but they're just fumbling the ball left and right. No um, Justin Jefferson yeah. this week. Um, I can't believe the predicted scores in the Bears' favor. That's crazy. Could be value on Bears' money line. Definitely value on a Bears plus three there. You can get them a field goal, three and a half for the hook. Like, it's not a bad spot. Uh, it looks like, based on the way they're listed, we're in Chicago. Yep. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, it's your game. What do you think? If th- there's kind might be a weather issue in this game. Rain's expected in Chicago. But, I mean, if you live in Illinois you know that doesn't mean anything with a weather forecast two or three days in advance. I'll be looking at that weather report up to game time because I think this game could easily go over 43 or 44. Uh, The last time these teams played in October in Chicago, it wasn't too long ago. I think maybe last season, season before, it was 29-22. A lot of their previous matchups, both teams score in the 20s. So I'm looking at maybe... uh, you know, 50, 51, 52 on this one, if the rain's not too much of an issue. And then I did have this as I started to write, you know, no Justin Jefferson. And then I changed it into a question. I said, no Justin Jefferson, no problem. I like the Vikings money line minus three. I think they're going to cover their defense. 45 is not bad. Defense is better than the commanders was. Previously, uh, I know they're on the road, but the Vikings have some receivers that have stepped up. I mean, well, Osborne, Addison, they've both been pretty outstanding. So I don't think the yeah. I think the Bears will take a step back. I think this is an overreaction on the Bears' offense. This is their spot. This is their spot to figure out or tell the world: Are we being overreacted to, or are we the team that? We were supposed to be at the beginning of the season. So, yeah, this will be the first real test where we can see if these last two weeks were a fluke or not. Yep, I'm actually excited just to watch that game as a fan. So, yeah, offense is getting hot, so it'll be really interested to see that one. Yeah. But is it really hot? That's where we're at. We don't know. So, And then coming Oh, on. look at that, bro. Commanders Falcons? What you thinking? That's a good one, dude. That's a good one. Commanders Falcons is interesting because both these teams just... I don't feel like they can get going. But Ritter looked good last week, I won't lie. Yeah. Ritter made some plays. It's like, and that's the same uh, kind of spot. It's like, was that real or not? I don't think it was. Ritter's not. I'll be honest. Not. Let me, I, I just yeah, spent, I just spent um yesterday actually about 20 minutes breaking down Desmond Ritter film. And oh, it, it was from the early season. But like you I've, said, I just don't think he's there. I mean, I'm going to need to see more than that one game. Yeah. And that was against a Texans defense. Let's remember, not the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, they're going against the Commanders, who Justin Fields just shredded with DJ Moore. So if there is a time to get right and repeat your performance, I mean, I think this is the ample opportunity. If your offensive yep. line holds up. But yeah, I broke breaking down that tape. I did not see a lot of good. It took him a long time to throw a ball down the field. 
Uh, but so what are you thinking on my, this one? My biggest prediction is I am absolutely rock stone hard for Bijan Robinson, and I think he's just gonna be the fucking workhorse in this game. I love. I'm 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 harder than a diamond in an ice storm for that minus two and a half. Honestly, Sam Howell threw the ball like shit against the Bears practice squad defense. Like the Falcons actually have a good secondary. They're the first secondary to give Stroud some actual resistance. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean, Sam Howell just did not. He looked like her. He didn't look like him. He looked like her. So um, I'm, I'm all over the mind. Samantha minus Howell. Yeah, ben, bro. Samantha. Chat's calling the bench. Bench Samantha Howell. Okay. Yeah, I'm rock hard for a field goal for the Falcons at home, bro. Yeah, I have Falcons, uh, Desmond Ritter's undefeated out. Looking for a circus touchdown. Hey, I was I'm a big Sam Howell hater. I have been all year. He just kind of showed me wrong in that Eagles game. I don't know what was up with that game. I think that Eagles game must have been kind of fluky. Divisional game. Divisional game. You're right. Those are always get weird. I kind of I, I don't pay attention enough to that division. Um. Okay. But moving on there, yeah, the, uh, the over-under I was kind of looking at, this is like, like the there? score of every Falcons game is like 22 you know, to 24 or something, which I think <laughs> yeah, the over-under is kind of set great, but I really like the over. Like you said, I think, uh, I think the Commanders can kind of run the ball and move it, similar to the Texans did last week, and then... The Falcons, uh, if Ritter moves it down the field, gets a couple chunk plays against that weak secondary, some quick touchdowns early, the scripted plays work out. I really like the over on this game. Yeah, I, I'll give you, I'll kind of second that over, not only because the Falcons can move the ball on offense, short field if they get an interception on defense, just uh, swings those points. I really think Sam, two, I would put the over, over zero, or I don't know how to say, over a half, um, Interception for Sam Howell is a bet I would take this week. Like he's gonna throw one. I like that. These On quarterbacks the road against uh, that defense. He's just he's not it. Yeah, look for them to try to move the ball down. Maybe uh, throw some picks on third down when they risk it. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay, getting out of there though. Kind of a stinky game. There's not too many amazing matchups this not week. Sensitive. This was a game that was on my top to watch on just what is gonna tell me like about these teams i think you know both really are fighting for a playoff spot Bengals can turn around that and win the division seahawks got the niners in their division but they're looking at that top wild card at least uh seahawks weak ass secondary so i'm looking for ba uh, joe burrow to kind of continue the trend and get right uh besides you know they have that one cornerback from illinois yeah witherspoon I witherspoon he's out there he's the anomaly the secondary sucks, but he is just something different, man. Bengals defense is pretty weak. I kind of look for Joe Burrow to, or sorry, Joe, uh, Geno Smith to move the ball. And in this game, I'm, ooh, what are you thinking in this I one? I don't know if I have a lean tough. on this one. Uh, if this is the number you give me, I'm taking the Bengals. At home. Yep. But if you give me a three or a three and a half, um, sorry, <laughs> thoughts on Pete Carroll chewing gum choice this week. Yeah, I was thinking my money would be on a uh, big league chew, great flavor. 
big red man at big underdog red. Ooh, that's got to be um, plus 900 on some big red yeah, you think you can I, sustain that i mean you're already red. sweating on the side maybe in the winter months it's he getting cold it, it could warm the body up on the, the sideline yeah um but yeah if you give me a an alt or if the line even moved uh come sunday or tomorrow to a three a plus three plus three and a half seahawks i'll take that like this is really a whichever yeah, this side could be me. a it's a field goal game so whatever side you're giving me I'll, i'm taking it um yeah and i assume witherspoon will be i don't know how seahawks play second play their secondary or their corners if it's like matched up or they hold the same side but assume you put witherspoon your best guy on uh on chase and that would be an interesting matchup if we got it yeah, like I said, I look for this one to be close. I think I'd end up back in the home okay. team because home teams just yeah. it's usually where you give the points. I mean, Hermit, yo, old, old Hermit? Patrick, Mahomes over two fifty. Uh-huh. All right, moving on from we we're just talking about Desmond Ritter facing his toughest test, or C.J. Stroud, sorry, facing his toughest test in the Falcons secondary. Mm-hmm. which I think now he faces that same type of deal. The steps it up even more and goes to face his toughest test again, battle in the saints defense. Saints are some road dogs. They travel well. They have the best road record in the NFL since I think going back to 20. Yeah. yeah, that's a good reason to back to 2020. Over, yeah. They have, I believe, since beating the Panthers and the Pats, they're like 23 and single-digit losses uh, in their record. And, I mean, because of that, their offense hasn't been cooking. But, dude, I'm loving the Saints' defense this week. I like the Saints to win here. I mean, look what they just did against the Pats. That's not saying much on that offense or anything. But I really like the Saints here on the money line or the spread. It's pretty much a pick them at that price. What do you think in here? Um, honestly, this one's, this is a tough game. This will be one that I'm just going to enjoy to watch as a fan, but I am a CJ Stroud dick sucker. I love CJ Stroud. He came into the league and I was like, man, I hope this guy is going to be good. Something about the way he sits in the pocket. I really like, I, he's just that like, tall pocket presence type of quarterback and i was hoping he would be good and he came out and he's been one of the best through six games or whatever so or five games so doesn't say much obviously it's a long career to go but so far man he is just laying the wood on these motherfuckers left and right and if his defense would have held up last week he would have had a fourth quarter drive game winning drive um so yeah i'm gonna take texans um, I, I would just obviously take the money line on him. I've been a big money line spread type of guy recently, but yeah, if you only give me a point and a half, fuck you, Vegas, I'll take the 105. All right, there it's kind of similar to there. The Bengals Seahawks, yeah, I CJ guess, ride the hot. ride the home team, ride the sexy QB. I mean, he doesn't seem, ride me. He seems uh, you know, well ahead of uh, we haven't seen Richardson enough, but definitely ahead of Bryce Young, and at times he even seemed ahead of uh, Trevor Lawrence a little bit early in the season. Of- He's ahead of Anthony just because Anthony's a fucking emergency room Andy, bro. That guy ain't never getting out of the hospital. He can't get it in his fucking mind to not take a massive hit to his shoulder. Yeah, bro. He sees 
he sees that he's taller than this, you know, six foot linebacker, and he just doesn't yeah. understand the thickness of that NFL weight program. Yeah. That's just gonna. When Batista comes out with a spear, blow through your body. Hit fucking slammed. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Kind of uh, some more teams that Saints looking to win that division, depending on what the Bucks do. Texans uh, also trying to fight for their division in a very close one. You know, Colts, Titans, mm-hmm. Texans, Jags. Yeah. You want to make them. money this week? If you want to make money this week, put your money on Texans, man. You ain't going to go wrong. Not against the road dogs. Oh, man. We're on opposite sides of the coin. I'm, bro, home dogs, baby. All right, Niners, Browns. Niners been beating the shit out of everybody. Uh, they look crazy. The wild thing to me about this game is Deshaun Watson is still not practicing. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play in this game, get as much fucking money as you are allowed, as you are comfortable um, with, and just put it on the motherfucking Niners. I should we should have made this mistake. Uh, when they played the Ravens and Deshaun wasn't playing. But oh, you hating on my boy DTR, bro. DTR is not even going to play. Stop right there. Guess who they upgraded and passed him? PJ Walker. No, they signed Fuck him? DTR. Oh. Fuck PJ Walker. None of them are going to come in on whatever notice and beat the 49ers defense. But if Deshaun Watson plays, if the sexual offender gets in there, he might get a little offensive on that Niners defense, and I'm kind of looking at the spread because this might be Brock Purdy's toughest test ever. That Browns defense is the best in the NFL right now. And if there's ever going to be a test for Purdy, that Shanahan offense is brilliant, but I think it's going to be this week on the road in Cleveland. What about you? Honestly, it's a good point. This will be a tough test in the Browns defense. But I think Brock Purdy throws for three touchdowns, zero interceptions. And I'm pretty sure the 49ers just walk through this Browns team. The Browns team's just, they're, they're not it. Like, they are. They never this are. Browns, this Browns team is like the 2000, like, uh, mid-2000s, like, Bears. They're all defense, no offense. You can't rely on it. Maybe one game out of the year, you have, like, the Monday night against the Cardinals where, you know, the Bears defense scores two touchdowns and we win by a point. Like, you know, the defense will win a game every now and then, right? You can't lean on it all all year. You need an offense that can hold the ball, have some possession time, give your defense a rest, considering they're your whole team, and they just can't do that. They lost Chubb. The big old dick Chubb man is just, he's got his knees snapped in half. He ain't around no more. They had nobody to hand the ball off to, and Deshaun Watson's just a fucking bum. I think he comes out on the field high. I don't trust him. <laughs> He looks like the guy that would. He's he, uh, pen in his helmet. He looks kind of depressed up there sometimes. Yeah, Trent Williams slows everybody fast enough to get 30, over thirty six is low on this game though. Yeah, I agree because McCaffrey's gonna have four touchdowns himself. Yeah, I mean, I would think. Oh, this yeah. is also you could say a Shanahan revenge game. He used to coach for the Browns or be a coordinator for the Browns. Back in nineteen ninety six, he was the ball boy when he was eight years old. Yeah, the there they go. Revenge Anytime game. you can find a revenge game, you, you call it out. <laughs> All right, we'll get out of there and head on to Indianapolis. Uh, do you know the quarterback situation in this? I checked no 
injury reports. I don't know if Anthony Richardson's playing or if he's out. He's out. He's on the IR. Oh, he's on the IR. Okay. I I'm like, up... I'll, I'll look up live right now. Yeah, I haven't I'm been not... up on the Colts news. Um, I'm the biggest. I know you you had that. this game. I was thinking uh, Jags at home. Oh yeah, Jags by fifty-seven. Jags by four I at home. Minus fifty-six and a half. I mean, they just beat the Bills. The only thing you could say is they're yeah, coming he's gonna back. He's going to miss the next four games. Anthony Richardson is on IR. Mm, Garner Minshew's no sleeper. He ain't. Yeah, Garner Minshew, man. He's got he's got some meat in the pants. That's for sure. I kind of like the Jags at home, though. I'm not often going with yeah. four-point spread favorites at home or anything. I mean, like mm -hmm. my... If the Jags would have blown out the Bills... um. I would have been more skeptical of a letdown game, but they did just exactly what they should have done. They caught the team that was not in London for a week off guard, took the lead and handled the game. Well, like I, I was impressed. It was almost like a get right game for them. And I think they took advantage of it just right. So um, I, I would take Jags. I I I'd be, I'm a, I'm a spread guy. I think it's a touchdown game. I, I would take the minus four. I like that at home against a, uh, a Colts team that just they, they flipped quarterbacks multiple weeks now. I mean, one week it's Minshew starting, one week it's Richardson. I, I just feel like they kind of lack that offensive identity. You've got a running back who you just signed a bunch of money to who didn't get any carries last week. Like, there's just a, a, a bit of a. I don't, it's not drama necessarily, it's not a bunch of news, but you know, within the team, there's just a lot of stuff flip flopping one guy in the running back room being paid more than the other guy who's getting all the starts. Like you just, you know, there's a little bit of a mess going on. So give me the four. I like it at home. Yeah. I'm back in the same. Uh, I don't think there's much to think about. Don't overthink it. Yep, one of the few exactly games comfortable at home spreads, not too much. All right. Getting out of there. Uh, there's a game. This was similar to the bet. I like last week dolphins first half against the giants, which got sweaty with a two, a pick six, but he went down there, drove the field. They got a game win or a field goal at the end of the half to clinch that spread halftime. This same bet. I like here Panthers dolphins dolphins first half spread. I think it's at seven Minus and six. It's at seven and a half right now, but I think you you can get it down at six or six and a half. Yeah, you can alt it. Right, I think you can it right alt now. it on DraftKings or FanDuel. Yeah, and yeah, Dolphins uh, first half all day. I mean, they should absolutely beat the brakes off the Panthers. Right. Only thing I'm worried about is Panthers love, love, love to do garbage time touchdowns. They do. So if the Dolphins don't score 30, you know, 35 points, they might not cover the spread. And it's 13 and a half, so I don't love it anyway. The second half spread six and a half. I almost feel like you could you could kind of double dip there a little bit somehow. Yeah, get two fingers in it, you know. Yeah, you know, one in the one in the first, two in the Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually gonna put the uh, first half. I'm gonna alt it to six and a half. I yeah, I don't do right now. think I'm there's much else to say about that game. I don't mean, think about it. Dolphins are I minus over 300 yards for the game. Yeah, they a chains out right now. It shouldn't matter that much. The crazy thing about him is, uh, he's second in the league in rushing yards, and he has 30. He has less than 40 carries. I don't know if it was 33 or 38. And he averages 12 yards a run. He's crazy, bro. He's got a fucking big old meat stick in his pants, brother. 
Well, yeah, dolphin spread. I can hear you trying to click around and get it before it gets to eight. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, Patriots versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Bill the Belichick Raiders. travels to Las Vegas to f- battle the offensive former offensive coordinator and Josh McDaniels and the battle of who wishes they still had Tom Brady. Uh, this game sucks, cock. Neither team are going to the playoffs. Raiders? I mean, Josh McDaniels wish he had Tom Brady. You know, oh, they missed God. the whole speech. I see. I see. Uh, I see yeah, both teams fucking suck. They're not going to the playoffs. I wouldn't bet this game. Raiders, Jimmy G backed. I mean, beat on the Packers last week. You could say take the three at home. After, I mean, they beat the Packers and the Patriots got stomped by the Saints. But fuck this game. Yeah. If you bet this, you're just a fan of either team. I'm not touching that shit. And man. take the Raiders at home if you if you feel like it, but don't do it. Three points. Yeah, if you... Yeah, no, Why are you betting Patriots too- Raiders? Get out of here. Yeah. Go somewhere else for that yeah. pick. Go if somewhere you're else. In here and you're looking for something to bet this weekend, if it's your first time betting or you've been betting for Don't bet years, on Patriots Raiders, idiot. Don't bet on the Patriots Raiders, you dumb fuck. It's fucking rule one. Don't bet on Josh McDaniels. Yeah, take it from two guys who Who don't bet on Josh McDaniels. <laughs> yeah, good times. All right, Lions-Bucks. This uh, is my second most interesting matchup of the week behind Seahawks-Bengals. Don't know what you get from this Bucks team. Both quarterbacks are having a resurgence. Jared Goofy Boy out there with the Lions is like the best quarterback in the league somehow. Just about to say that. Uh, Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield, absolutely showing the Browns that they can suck his cock instead of uh, Deshaun Watson. And leading quietly, leading the Bucks to the top of the division, looking to win that one out. What do you think about this game? Um, I think I would love to suck on Baker Mayfield's cock. To be honest, just keep it real with you, man. He's slinging that rock around, brother, and he's got some good wide receivers. I think it shows that the wide receiver talent. I don't want to take anything away from Baker, but like when you got guys that you can throw the ball to like that, which Evans did let him down. Uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but Evans let him down one game this year where he like wasn't he just wasn't catching things that were hitting him in the hands. But other than that, I mean, yeah, they're making Baker look good, and Baker is good enough to get the ball to them, and that's all he needs to do. So, um, plus three at home against the Lions team that I think people are, you know, maybe over Lions just typing. can get a letdown just, spot coming. Yeah, on the this road. is this is a letdown spot if you're a a a public better and you just. Look at the slate. You see, oh, Lions are playing the shit Buccaneers. Like, yeah, you're probably be an idiot and take Lions. Or maybe I'm the idiot. We'll talk next week about that. We'll see if I'm wrong. But, yeah, Buccaneers plus three, give it to me. If you've got the huge horse caca, you take the 145 money line because they're just going to fucking win it. That's how it is. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers down, baby. After teams blow, just beat the fuck out of teams like the Lions did to the Panthers last week, you kind of go into letdown mode. Like, yep. and if the Bucks get up early at home, yeah, I like them to get it. Uh, yeah. Everybody gets way too high on you. Their defense isn't bad. The Bucks should are coming off the bye, and that's usually a spot where teams are kind of fired up. Home dogs are always mm-hmm. good spot. Yeah, I like the Bucks plus three just based off those. I mean, just, they're gonna be game planning for this um, team for a while. 
Yeah, just a side note. If the Lions go out and play the Panthers close, like to any capacity where it's like a touchdown game or it comes down to the end and, you know, Lions take one, like this is easily a minus six and a half, minus seven spot. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. This is flip it the other way. Like this is like Buccaneers would be like a two and a half favorite. Um, like this number, I just feel like it's inflated to a, a blowout to have the Lions coming in playing a Bucks team that hasn't looked really bad all year. Nobody's really embarrassed them. The Eagles won by a couple scores, but that's about it. Um, so yeah, I'd argue Bucks that to, was uh... to be an underdog at home against a Lions team that hasn't done anything that crazy. Um, it's just a reaction to the game last week. Yep, I think the Bucks saw one of the Eagles' best games all year, so it's. Like that plus and that was, three. That, I remember now. That was the game where Evans was dropping uh, multiple passes that Baker was sitting in the hands with. So that could have been a big, way different game. All right, move over there. Cardinals, Rams, the battle of uh, former Kurt Warner teams. I just I don't bet on Cardinals games. I don't. Josh Dobbs is regressing. Yes. Um, the Cardinals are down to their third string running back. The Rams are minus three and a half first half. Uh, Sean, if you like coaching battles of Sean McVay and that offense, that scripted plays, that's what they're usually good at. Um, Rams, I mean, when they played the Colts too, right? They had like no second half offense. So I would say if you want something on this, get the Rams early halftime. Yeah. Uh, three and a half, and then just mm-hmm. I, I think that should be good, but I don't like this game that much. I mean, I assume you have other examples, but just playing devil's advocate, I think Stafford was banged up in the second half against the Colts. Um, but I don't know their other games, they might have had other. It's just a half, typical so. Rams game, watch them score 24 and then let every team come yeah. back. And then Stafford throws a game losing interception in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Yeah, they, I mean, they've been better than I expected this year. They have pleasantly surprised. I mean, I had them listed a little higher than most other people. Um, people were surprised when I wasn't at the beginning of the year, but you know, they're starting to even out. Um, but there's only one question I've got for you when it comes to this game, B, and that's. You got fire in your belly? Fire in your gut? <laughs> yeah, fire in your gut. Did you take the bus? Did you? <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. I took the bus, man, but I don't got no fire in my There's belly. no fire in my gut. Rams minus three and a half, first half. <laughs> Get yeah, out of here. That's a good number. I think that's a really good number. Uh, Eagles. And Cooper looked good coming back, too. Just oh, to yeah, yeah. Back. And they got Cooper back. Bad. So I definitely no. look for them in that spot. No rust. Uh, Eagles versus Jets. Just another game I don't like that much. Uh, Jets offensive line's pretty weak. Eagles good front. This is a primetime game in New York. Um, I think the Eagles will cover the spread, kind of. I do too. I'm on this spread. The Jets didn't look that good against Denver Broncos, to be honest with you. And the Broncos are a team that the Bears put up four touchdowns on in like the first half. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to be surprised. I was underwhelmed by the Jets. I knew I I had them winning against the Broncos, but it was not 
it didn't go how I thought it should. So I, I'm on Eagles here. The minus seven's a great spot. We can get it six and a half, take it. That's what I'm not gonna be surprised if it goes to eight and a half instead of to six and a half. Mm-hmm. Money will be coming in on the Eagles once the public sits down today, tomorrow, Saturday to make their bets. Money's gonna be coming in. That's um, what I think I'm gonna enough. live check that spread right now. Moving on there though for to the end yeah, of jump the down to the bills here. End up. of the Sunday slate. What are you thinking for the G-men and the Bills? This Man. is a terrible number. Yeah, you don't mess with this spread. I'm a spreads guy, and you just don't touch it. It's not worth... Um, I mean, Josh Allen blows out bad teams. That's common. But you don't take more than two touchdowns unless you're just completely filled with rain rot. Um, you, there's no value in this game. There's no value in the spread. There's obviously no value in the money line. Um, if you want anything, I mean, maybe if there's a number out there for any defensive player in the Bills, sacks, I would look at it and take it because there's going to be sacks. You just got to pick the right guy. There could be value there. But otherwise, I just don't mess with this game. It's it's garbage. It's garbage shit. I can't even believe they're putting this on Sunday Night Football. It's a, a Yeah, this travesty. is trash the giants finally the giants off sunday night they finally play a game in new york for once uh the bills unlucky for them the bills are coming back from london you never know what that flight backs your team's down they're playing that's why i don't know i mean they're i'm sure they'll win but like i don't yeah if they'll cover 20 or whatever who knows if the dumbass giants get lucky a couple touchdowns 14 and a half's huge the halftime spreads even massive i think it's nine and a half or so holy fuck which i almost would feel comfortable with because the giants are so their only touchdown in the first half has came on a pick six and that was from the goal line so i mean they probably won't score any points the first half but i just not comfortable with anything in that game no, Stephen Stephen Just, Diggs over on yards is even <laughs> eighty or something like that. Uh, it's yeah. not too bad if you like look at that. I just don't love anything there. No, it's shit. Don't watch it. Go watch baseball or something else. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, to end the slate Monday night: Cowgirls and the Chargers. Battle of two coaches. Which coach wants to be fired worse? Who's going to lose more in big games? Will Mike McCarthy choke it? Will the Chargers coach choke it? In this game, I went with the good old back the home dog. I'm on the Chargers. Really? I I think I'd take the minus two and a half. Chargers coming off a bye. I don't like Dak Prescott. Uh, Yeah, I'll take him coming off the bye at home, and they've had a lot of time to get ready. Give me the under, man. Oh, under 51. That sounds great. That's a big number, dude. Give me the under. I don't mean these. The uh, I don't know. They sling the ball. <laughs> they do kind of fucking throw that thing on a rope, don't they? They huh? sling it around there a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would be on the opposite. I'd take the minus two and a half spread for the Cowboys. So I think they'd win this by field goal. They'd um, a better team. I'd be on the Chargers money line here. I think not even the spread. Yeah. Yeah, I could get beat by the home team, but I'd feel okay taking minus two and a half on the boys coming back. Get a get a little get right spot after you kind of got embarrassed. A little fire in their gut, you know. I'm looking for more embarrassment. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see then. All right, getting out of there. What we got a 
about three minutes till kickoff in this one. Got my Isaiah Pacheco over receiving in. Phillies, uh, Braves on. Phillies! All right, get you some no-run innings in after somebody scores. Hell yeah. All right, plus money, baby. That's week six. Pork chopping, pork chopping hoagie, signing out. Mm-hmm.